0: Anyone who's visited St. George in the southwestern corner of Utah knows that it's hot and dry, one of the driest cities in the United States, but it's also one of the fastest growing. Growing populations need water, and at less than 10 inches of precipitation a year, how does St. George get it?
1: The Lake Powell Pipeline, also known as the LPP, is a water delivery project that will bring water to Southern Utah in a cost-effective, dependable, and environmentally responsible way.
2: The Lake Powell Pipeline is a terrible idea that can't be paid for, is completely unnecessary, and has a legacy of financial environmental impacts that will last for 50 years
0: or more. That's Zach Frankel, Director of the Utah Rivers Council. Before him, you heard an ad for the Lake Powell Pipeline itself, a proposed pipeline, 140 miles long, expected to deliver over 80,000 acre-feet of water per year from Lake Powell to Washington County.
2: St. George has enough water for a community of 400,000 people's annual water use today. That's what the district's own newsletters indicate. They have 105,000 acre-feet of water today. What's going on is that spending advocates that want billions of dollars of taxpayer money are cajoling and deceiving the public into thinking there is a water shortage in St. George where none exists.
1: I'm Ronald Thompson, general manager of the Washington County Water Conservancy District. It primarily is tasked to develop and conserve a water supply for the residents of Washington County. Anyone who's been in Washington County for any time knows that uh, we are Significant growth area and have been since the 1970s. We've gone from a community of 14,000 people to 165 plus, and all of the population forecasts from the state forecast that we'll be over half a million people by the early 2060s. While we think we're doing pretty well with conservation, alone conservation will not meet your long-term needs. So in order to get a more diverse water supply and a water supply that will sustain the projected number of people we expect to live here, or at least the state expects to live here, then we've got to have an additional source of water.
0: I asked Ronald Thompson how much this project will cost.
1: Well, the current forecast is about $1.4 billion dollars
0: critics have argued that the actual cost might be much higher and that the debt incurred could jeopardize utah's triple a bond rating sources of funding to pay this off over decades will include impact fees water rates and property taxes the ways in which this pipeline will be paid are one thing but another important question is whether or not a pipeline could even sustain saint george in the coming decades i spoke with professor dan mccool of the university of utah
3: when people pound on the table and say we have a right to that water that doesn't make it rain in all pipelines Take water from one group of people and give it to another group of people. The river doesn't even make it to the sea. So any water that's allocated, diverted, and used in the upper basin from now on means there is a commensurate loss of water in the lower basin. First of all, that raises some ethical and moral questions. Is this really a good way to treat your neighbors? Is this a viable attitude regarding water management in a crowded west We all have to live together and share resources. And second, even if you get the water, climate change and other changes in the basin and additional diversions put all that together and you got a pipeline going to a dry
1: lake. Ronald Thompson doesn't necessarily agree. That's water that belongs to the upper basin states, including Utah. does not belong to the lower basin. And while I certainly think we ought to have a comedy when you get down to whose water is it, It's Utah and Colorado and Wyoming's water that we're really talking about here. The real issue here, in my mind, is two full from the environmental community. Those who don't want any more growth and those who are committed to uh, the decommissioning of the Glen Canyon Dam and are concerned that if you get a major population center tied to that facility, it's more difficult to drain.
0: Speaking of environmentalists, I spoke with legendary river runner Ken Slight. He believes, along with Dan McCool, that Mother Nature might throw a monkey wrench into this entire system.
3: Lake Powell is gonna be a thing of the past. Why build a pipeline when there's not gonna be any water? Or be very low? The water probably not suitable for piping. There's so many unknown answers right at this time in this drought that we're having, and this global warming. To me, it'd be stupid at this time to even think about a
0: pipeline. With Utah Public Radio in Utah's Dixie, I'm Jeff Smith.
2: Support for Loving Our Lands to Death is made possible in part by our members and the USU Quinney College of Natural Resources, where students and faculty promote the sustainability of ecosystems and the communities that depend on them. Information at qcnr.usu.edu.